If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, it's Dr. Craig Martin, and this is the Inside Connection Radio coming to you from Los Angeles. Amazingly beautiful autumn day. Quite cooler and cloudy in LA. I hope where you are that you're all feeling good and fine also. You can find out more about me at Sage of Stars on all social media platforms or at sageofstars.com. All right. This week, very important, Venus is going retrograde, and um, I can feel this energy building already for at least the last week. Uh, Venus's forward motion is very slow at this point. It's actually presently really in or very close to being in what's called the stationary period, where it will not be moving forward or backward for a little while. Actually, that for about the last day or so, but it will um, continue uh, for quite a few more days. And then it actually turns retrograde this Friday in the afternoon for U.S. time zones. <clears throat> so Venus is in this. We haven't had a Venus retrograde for a couple of years. Um, Scorpio is actually the detriment of Venus. So let's talk about that for just a second. Planets rule signs. So planets are the rulers of signs because signs are basically energies. And each planet rules a particular sign. Uh, for each sign, uh, the planet that actually goes best with that sign, um, with the energy of that sign, is called the ruling planet. So, for example, Mars is very active and can be aggressive, and it's connected to motivation and initiative, and it rules Aries, which is similar um, to those attributes, or um, Mercury rules Gemini because Mercury is about the mind, and Geminis are good communicators and they're good with words. So the affinity for each planet to its sign uh, creates the rulership. So um, when the sign and the planet have an affinity for one another, that's the ruling planet for that sign. So the sign that is the detriment for a planet um, is the one that's opposite the ruler. So, for instance, um, Venus rules Taurus um, because Venus is connected to beauty and um, good ethics and good values, and Taurus is representation of that um, energy. So Venus rules Taurus. Scorpio is opposite to Taurus. So Venus is in her detriment when she's in Scorpio. And just as you might imagine about a planet in its detriment, Venus functions worst when she's in Scorpio. So this is like the worst possible energy that Venus could be connected to. We want to keep that in mind when we make predictions about this time or when we look at how this retrograde Venus is going to affect us. Since Scorpio is about sex and death and Venus is about love, you can figure out why this is detrimental combination. Love is not sex, not exclusively anyway, and love is not death 
I guess, uh, unless you're Dracula. So it's just a bad mix all the way around. But there must be something redeeming about having Venus in Scorpio. Remember, Venus retrograde starts this Friday, but it doesn't end or go direct until November 15th. So it's going to be a long six weeks with another retrograde. 2018 has been the year of the retrograde because we had Mars retrograde over the summer and several Mercury retrogrades. In fact, there's a Mercury retrograde that will come up in November right on the heels of this Venus of Venus going direct. So we're going to have a big six-week Venus retrograde period and then go directly into three weeks of Mercury retrograde. I think we'll be thankful that the Venus retrograde is over by the holidays, though, because it has a lot to do with relationships and love relationships and intimacy and things like that. And um, family is definitely a part of, uh, of, you know, a Scorpio experience because we have um, our, some of our, some of the people who know us the best in the world are family. So anyway, the title of today's show uh, could give you some clue as to what energy we might expect from this retrograde. Venus in Scorpio is a bit of a playgirl. She knows how to have fun, especially in that provocative and wild way. Um, but that's not all that she's about. Um, I think, sure, we could have, we could expect to see the type of sex scandals and things that are rocking our media presently, even more of that. Potentially, Venus in Scorpio is salacious. She's not afraid of getting dirty. Even if it means having a public mud fight, she's ready and willing and able to do that. What's interesting about that the essence of that is that real intimacy is about our feelings and expressing those feelings in an honest way, even if it's raw and wrenching. So the Venus in Scorpio that represents a more uh, salacious and wild energy is also the same energy that comes when, um, when Venus in Scorpio is participating in a real... Um, deep or heavy conversation with someone about how they feel. And we know how those things can be. There can be a lot of uh, Kleenex um, or anger um, or confusion or frustration when, when, when those kinds of conversations come up and still very raw. It's still very real. It's still very wrenching. Usually um, we see this energy expressed as confrontation. And there are likely to be plenty of um, plenty of confrontations for the next six weeks, but it could equally be about a private close encounter with someone, uh, someone that we know or someone that that we love. It could definitely be about an intimate moment when we confide in someone. Uh, this is very powerful energy, and um, even though it's not easily harnessed. Uh, Scorpio governs uh, secrecy and privacy and also intense emotional experiences that we share with others. And Venus rules love. So the possibility for us to go very deep in our sharing with another person is heightened at this time. And so is the healing that can come from that. I think when we come clean or when we feel that we can be open, when we feel safe enough to be, um, or anything else really in our lives that's been going on that we feel like we want to be able to talk to someone about, um, healing is a possibility that can come from that.
what we're confronting is fear. And when we have fears, um, they can lie dormant, right? And if they, if they do lie dormant, meaning that we don't want to address them or deal with them, they can work on our conscious mind like a termite eating wood. Um, they become destructive, those fears. That's because fear is not always easy to discuss, um, but the vulnerability and, the, you know, some of the fear is actually coming from feeling like we're going to be rejected or judged. You know, there's a lot of judgment that comes from our own mind, uh, but we know that there's a lot of judgment that comes from others, and um, not all fears are easy for us to bring out or confide in someone. But the Venus in retrograde period, while it can create, um, you know, I think quite dramatic confrontations and um, even revelations of secrets and things like that. It, it, that's not the only um, focus of the energy. The energy is not only salacious, right, or um, provocative in that way. The, the energy can actually be something that we direct to a deep opening of ourselves to someone else where we get, we get to be the beneficiary of that. We get to feel the um, relief that may come from exploring things that may have been preventing us from moving forward. The need to examine, I think, and live our lives in truth is, is paramount. It's the path to conscious existence. So um, Scorpio, as an energy, does not tolerate denial or spin. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't actually engage in deflection at that level. So while the air signs are a bit better at that, Scorpio is, has no tolerance for that. And so if you're really wanting to live a, a, a deeply Scorpionic experience, a Scorpionic existence, if that's your sun sign or your rising sign or your ruler is in Scorpio, you, you need to come to terms with the fact that denial and spin of the truth of a situation is, is not tolerated um, by Scorpio. Um, Venus in Scorpio may be in her detriment, but she also um, loves the connection to emotional honesty and the depth that can result when we allow ourselves to go there. So it's detrimental because it can be confusing that it's so intense and, um, and, and so uh, dark in a way in Scorpio, but Venus also is connected to emotional honesty, obviously, and that's something really positive about this time. So, and it's a release to let go again of those fears and worries, and this Venus retrograde has the potential to do just that. So there's one other thing I think that's, um, you know, really worth exploring here, and that's that Pluto, Pluto is the natural ruler of Scorpio. So Pluto is the ruler of Scorpio. And so Pluto is at play here because Pluto is behind the scenes of any planet that's in Scorpio. And in order to really understand the effects of this retrograde, we need to connect Pluto qualities with Venus. So Pluto is really that dark, foreboding, dangerous energy. He rules over death. But he also rules over resurrection, right? The rising up from death into something new. Now, Pluto is the transformative energy that abolishes old forms. Right? Pluto changes things from one form into another, and it builds new things out of the ashes. Um, 
which really means that something has to be leveled in order to be able to build it out of that. Love and Venus, right, have some of those same qualities, right, the, the, the transformative energy that's possible in Pluto. If you, if you look at anyone who's broken up with someone that they didn't really want to break up with or someone who has lost a loved one unexpectedly, you know that love then can sometimes feel like it kills us or like we've died. Um, people who, who feel like someone that they deeply love has left them or, or, or when someone literally does pass away, um, that's devastating for us. It's it's devastating, and it's it's love that that's devastating us. Our attachment to it, but it's certainly the the our desire to love, our desire to love. We we don't really want to feel like that's inhibited, right? I think it's one reason why people picked up silent treatment for punishment. It's not so much that um, we don't have an opportunity to be loved by them. It's that they shut us out and then there's no possibility for us to love them anymore. That's one reason why that's a punitive measure um, that you also, I think, sometimes find in scorpionic people is because that's a way of punishing um, someone by wounding them and their capacity to love Venus and Scorpio has that quality too. It can be kind of dark, but ultimately what we need to do is address all the honesty that's possible. There's even simpler examples might be like how love can cause us to see a flaw in ourselves or to apologize. Many times that can feel like a death. When we need to come to terms with some part of ourselves that needs to be abolished or severed from our personality, it's a letting go. And if all of that sounds kind of gruesome, it's because it is. Venus in Scorpio is love that causes us to change. It causes us to grow through emotional intimacy and the powerful experiences of openness and vulnerability that love puts us through, okay? So it's really hard to imagine being in that place for very long because <laughs> um, it's so intense, which I think is another reason why that's, this is the detrimental experience. But... But this Venus in retrograde, uh, this Venus retrograde will inevitably show us how desperately we really all need to go there right now, at least for a short time, a short period of weeks. I'm Dr. Greg Martin. This has been the Inside Connection. I will talk to you again soon. Thank you.